That's not a side point. Not to the Musa Shia, not to the Torah Shia that we're learning. And it's not just get this out of the way or a side point. One of the reasons we discussed last night that we gather, not one of the reasons, we came together to grow, to reconnect, to be inspired by one another. Aryeh Weiss was looking, Rev. Aryeh was looking at the crowd last night. He's an honest person. All of us know him. He's honest and says what he feels. He's not an exaggerator. And what he was looking around, he's like, whoa. Before his speech, and being honest, looking around at a room of B'nai Torah like this, I was walking around by breakfast, going table to table. I was not being a cop, like marking down what table you're at. <coughs> Nobody will arrest or give tickets. I simply was thinking to myself, wow, wow. It's important to soak in. I was going, to, I promise you, I was walking aimlessly table to table and just enjoying special B'nai Torah, special B'nai Torah. I want to say that I was actually working on myself. It was good for me. All around, I was seeing guys. I was getting inspired. One after another after another. Real talk. Real talk. You look around. It's incredible. And so many paths, so many ways, so many beautiful relationships to Hashem. So many kaiches, so many talented people, unique and independent ways. If a person steps back, no, guzmo, no exaggeration, no nonsense, just look around you. So many beautiful relationships to Hashem. So many ways that Torah and learning Torah shines through different people in different unique ways. So many beautiful journeys. So, many, so much Kiddush Shemayim, so much uniqueness. It's, it, it's just, it's remarkable. We sing, there's a song we sing from a Pasuk in the Torah, Kikara Ve'lecha Adavar Ma'id. Torah is close to a person. Beficha bilvavcha lasaysay, the Torah is close to you. You don't have to be somebody else or somebody else's type to, for Torah and a relationship to Hashem to shine through you. Kikara Ve'lecha Adavar Ma'id. The Torah is close to you. And to see people embrace Torah and engage a path, a journey of Torah. The, the graduation, we, each person, each bacher goes up. and You speak, it's a tease for a minute. I'd rather speak for like hours about each guy. When A.Y. got up at the graduation, and he stood up impromptu, and he said to the chevra, I finished a block tomorrow that I feel good about. I've been on a journey. And Torah was that I had my own work and my own mahalach to learn the beauty of Torah. And I finished the Blat Gemara. I finished the Blat Gemara and I'm proud of it. It was, it was a life-changing moment. The people told me, people who came to the graduation were, were moved, tremendously moved by A.Y.'s Blat Gemara. It was Blat Gemara that he finished. And I look around and I see precious journeys, precious, successful, happy journeys. So I want to start, this is not a side point to the Muster, to Limanat Torah we're learning. I want to study I want to speak about the two chasanim. I want, we, there, are many, there are few chasanim here, but we've spoken a little bit. I want to speak about Eli Gerwitz and Yitzhi Reis for a few moments. And, but I want to ask you, 
ask you, I'm not here to pump up Eli. Yitzi's not in the room. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. And maybe I should even ask. It could be I should say, Eli, go get a drink. But let him hear. Why not? But I'm not here for the cheer effect. I'm not here. I'm not telling you about chasen. Stam to stam this after after a guy's chasen is a pirkei to Rebbe Lazar to um to speak milus of the chasen at a vert. There's no inyan to say milus of the chasen. I'm doing it because really I should make each day we should study a different guy here. We're here to be inspired, to, to be moved, to, to appreciate what we're seeing. So I want to say something about each chassan, specifically their journeys. I want to say what grips me about Eli Gerwitz. There's a lot to speak about. His midas, whenever I see competitive people have beautiful midas on the court, I'm inspired. I'm not talking about that today. There's a lot I'm leaving out, a lot. He's a competitive guy, a great athlete who's made this on the court. He's worked on beautiful. I, I, I'm going to catch up one day I'm, because of him. Beautiful, made this. It's a guy encourages, a guy misses a big shot. Oh, good shot, good try. Don't worry. Amazing made this, amazing made this on the court. There's a lot to speak about, but I want to talk about his journey. I want to say to every guy here that in going to Eretz Yisrael, there are many chevra going for the first time. And people look for a vague thing. I want to from out, flip out. Ellie Gerwitz made a kesher to Tyrek that comes from diligence, from Asmada. It comes from belief that I can have a kesher to Tyrek. How many B'nai Tyrek tragically come Seder after Seder trying to be a good boy? They, and they're sitting there like, trying daily to be a good boy again today. Okay, let me be a good boy. It's a painful thing to think about. And they're so sincere. They're so sincere. And they're schar, and it's wonderful, and they're doing it l'shem shamayim. But they don't believe that they could have an honest relationship to Tyra. They can actually find parts of Tyra that ignite their soul. They can have a kasha, and a version, and an understanding and a perspective on Torah. They're supposed to have a relationship to Torah. We know in friendships, people who stay detached. They're nice, but other friends sense they don't know how to emotionally connect. We know people like that. Their diseases, Asperger's, Spectrum, and they're people who don't have that, who are just not good connectors. And it's sad, they remain socially distant. They don't have the tools of relationship to develop meaningful and close and fulfilling relationships. They remain very distant. And you know, they'll sit at a table, there are other people, and they'll call it anxiety, social anxiety, they'll name it names. When in reality, they don't have tools to connect, to feel a fulfilling relationship with another person. With Tyra, we are shy to a deep, profound, fulfilling relationship. It's interesting, every Shemona Esrei, we daven to Hashem. We daven to Hashem for Beis HaMikdash, and remarkably in the middle of a prayer to Beis HaMikdash, Yeratzayim, we end our Shemona Esrei. Yeratzayim ufanecha Hashem aloikein v'lkeav yisaini shiyabane Beis HaMikdash, Please build the Beis HaMikdash. 
Visham Navad Chabi Yira. Yira means that I have a real relationship to Hashem. Look at Perichafir Messias Hashem, which we studied together. Yira is a practical, profound closeness to Hashem. That's practical. He's part of your life. You're close to Hashem. You live with a sincere relationship with Hashem, a comfortable, sincere relationship with Hashem. That is Beis Hamikdash. That's Yira. In the middle of the prayer for Beis Hamikdash, we stick in saying Chelkenu B'Sarasecha. Give me a chelak in Torah. So interesting. She abanded Beis Mishmar then we say the same chalkenu b'sarasecha, but we pray same chalkenu b'sarasecha. There are two ways of translating it. Our scroll translates it the more simple way, correctly. Grant us our share in your Torah. There are two ways of translating saying chalkenu b'sarasecha. Could mean give us that our chalek should be in Torah. But our scroll correctly translates it, grants us our share in your Torah. Chelkeinu, we have a chelak in Torah. We have a piece of Torah. We have a perspective of Torah. There's your Torah and your connection to Torah. Anybody knows Aiki Kohn? He worked hard to gain his perspective in Torah, to connect to it in a real profound way. And I want to say about Eli Gerwitz Chassandanan, and I'm so proud of him. He, with hard work, with diligence, it doesn't come in a minute. And through difficult, difficult labor, he has formed an honest relationship to Tyrant. He enjoys learning, has developed in learning, has created a relationship to Tyra. That he opens a black Gemara, he has what to say. He connects to Tyra. And in a practical way, what I want a guy going to Eretz Yisrael, a guy is going to Eretz Yisrael, what we've seen in our Chavir Eli Gerwitz, is that he's made an effort, a massive effort, and you could see it on him, he's a Ben Tyra. He has formed a relationship, and it's a continuing thing, our life. We're in a camp, there's a Yid, Rev Teitelbaum, who runs the camp, he's a wonderful person. Every year, he like learns a different Sefer, on Chumash, amongst other projects where he like learns, but he gets into, he pulls out, he becomes a Talmud of a different Sefer. He connects and gains a deeper understanding, a deeper connection to Torah through a Rebbe, and he picks a different Rebbe every year. I want each guy to be aware of this, that we're capable beyond being a good boy who shows up to Seder. And I don't say every minute, every day, sometimes we're pushing and a Seder could be long and hard. But I want a guy to know that we're capable. And beyond how many hours, how many Siddharam we come, that we're capable of forming a relationship through, to, to Tyra. And through Torah, we're, f- we're capable of having a perspective, of having our understanding. And by the way, having areas of Torah that resonate by us. And certain shiurim, it's important to keep no God is And if you hear a Rebbe, a Sefer that resonates, that drags you, that pulls you, pursue it, say it, explore it, and find the chalik in Torah. Find the chalik in Torah. Push. 
struggle, work hard, and discover a chalik and tyra, a perspective, a way that you understand, a way that you connect to tyra. We are capable of that. And I want to say that Eli Gorowitz, this chasn, this precious chasn, and how rich is a person who forms an honest relationship to Tyra, who Tyra becomes important to him and has a deep connection to Tyra, how precious is that in our lives? We'll talk more about Tyra and Seichel Kenbisar Secha in the Musar part of today, but I wanted to thank Eli for being an inspiration of Ben Tyra. He earns the title of Ben Taira. I thank Eli for being and wish him a mazel tov to build a wonderful Taira Dikah home. I would like to speak about Yitzi Reis. And again, this is somebody who carried the yeshiva. For those who haven't been there in the last two years, specifically in the last two years, he carried the yeshiva hours and hours and hours a day and again I have a lot to say I want to speak about a specific part of his journey that fires me up and I need you to hear this this will stand him well in his marriage and I beg you all to consider at this point of Yetzi race I'm going to talk bluntly because because it needs it for this conversation when a Bacher thinks about coming to be a dorm counselor in Durham and everybody has a different path. He will have Rebbeim and friends who will tell him, you're taking the easy path, you're going back in time, high school was, and break-offs. He'll have a lot of people chirping a lot of things. And I want to say to you, and I beg you all, take your path. You don't owe anybody. People say and people talk. Find the path that's true by you. Find the path that's true by you. Don't copy people. Don't imitate, don't follow. We spoke that we may switch the name of the Waterbury Wolf Pack, the serious conversation, to call us the Waterbury Mavericks. And a maverick is a very important word. The world says maverick often is a very negative connotation. A, a guy during Corona said, Kalis, you're a maverick. Now they mean you don't follow anybody. A maverick means an independent thinker who doesn't take any morus, who takes no bailus. Now Avram Avinu probably would be called the biggest maverick in the world. If you want to know, the Jewish people are called mavericks. The translation of Ivri in English means a maverick. And Ivri means you stand alone. Now ironically, Avram might have been the greatest loyalist that ever was Tashem. He's called an Ahuvi, which is a little different Yitzchak, but from Avram certainly comes loyalty. And Avram Avinu started the most loyal people, that's for sure. Avram created the greatest loyalist Hashem. How funny, what's Mark Sayyid is loyalist. Who started the people that are Avde Hashem? Who started the Am Hashem? Avram Avinu. The first tat, isn't that funny? I thought he's a maverick. When the person called me a maverick during Corona, I was thinking, you're saying you're a maverick, you don't accept Morris. I don't accept your Morris. I don't follow you. But it does, a maverick, Avram Avinu is an Ivri. And all of us try to be like Avram, that we don't just follow anybody and everybody. But of course we accept Morris. 
We accept the Maris of Hashem. We accept Rebbeim that we, that we trust and believe in, a, but, of, but of course. And in one way or another, many people have been here have been called mavericks. Ah, you just don't, of course, not to follow blindly, not to follow without thought and without cheshben, but to follow what's true, what we, what we accept as the truth, and to follow what appears to be right in our eyes, that of course. And I want to say, Rabbi say about Yitzhi Reis, that the steiging that he's done in these years of giving to others, of caring about others, and building himself. And specifically in his journey, I beg every guy, take your step. A beautiful, responsible, sincere Ben talented, crazy talented, somebody who's used and is using his talents to bring people closer to Hashem. Somebody who himself is steiging and growing but took his step. He didn't try to take the step that others need. He took the step that he needs. There is so much copying in Ruchnius, so much imitation, so much of what are the fans, what's the public gonna say, and not asking what's the truth. What is my step? Somebody goes in their Yashras has Yerushamayim. Not somebody who copies, not somebody who bends for what other people want. And I want to say that Yitzi Reis' independent move that was so clear and thought out and, 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 and spoken over with Rebbeim, but his move, independent move, is inspiring to me. To see a Bentire, a developing and a developed Bentire, somebody who's really, really so emotionally attuned and sensitive, a great listener, Somebody who can, we talk about a connection, somebody who can emotionally support the next person, a great listener, a, somebody who people feel so cared about, so many guys feel healed and cured and just somebody who they can trust and rely on in their friendship with Yitzhi Race, but somebody who built in his own path. And I say to us all, in all the steps of our lives, the goal is not to be different. Don't ever try to be different. A maverick, in the negative sense, is somebody who's trying. Avram wasn't attempting. It wasn't different to be different. Avram Avinu was in Ivory because he was pursuing truth. He was in Ivory, stood alone, because he was solely focused on pursuing what's right and what's truth. And not everybody around him was Mivakshaya Emes. There were people who were Mivakshaya Sheker. And Avram Avinu was a Mivakish Emes. Of course, he accepted Marus. He accepted the most important Marus, the Marus of Hashem. He accepted the Hashem, he accepted as a boss, as the ultimate boss, Hashem. And Avram Avinu certainly had Rebbeim, his Talmidim, his children and family learned from the Yeshiva Shem Be'ever. He had Rebbeim and he had a direction, but he always focused on the Biko Emes. And I want to say on Yitzi's journey, the chizuk of somebody who took his steps, unique steps, and certainly for many, I dare say most B'nai stay in yeshiva, stay in yeshiva, keep learning to the chasna and beyond. And proudly Yitzhi Baruch Hashem is going to sit and learn in Kailal, Ner Yisrael, as he should. But I'm inspired by Yitzhi taking, having the courage and the guts to take the step that was good for him to take the step, it's very moving. And to watch B'nai Taira, who thoughtfully take the steps daily, they don't take polls amongst their friends, 
They don't listen to every chirping and every, everybody, what this one says, what that one says, very, very massively unhealthy. One of the great things I ever saw in Yeshiva, there's a guy who's married today with children, a big family, and he was 20 years old and he realized he had a Korea problem. From youth, maybe dyslexic, whatever he had, and he found the Rebbe in Yerushalayim who works with about fifth, about fifth graders, kids who are nine and 10, and he went to him himself, he signed up. The guy would see, he would see private clients, he'd have an eight-year-old come, a 10-year-old come, and then a 20-year-old came and sat down and learned Korea. I loved that, I loved that, I loved that. A yeshiva, 20 years of yeshiva is worth it for one maestro like that. Beautiful, beautiful, what a beautiful yid. You take your step, come to the base Medrash and learn a Mishnah. Open an art scroll Mishnayis and learn a Mishnah. Take your step. Take your, don't take somebody else's step. Your step is powerful. Your step is beautiful. What you need, don't take a poll on it. Take your step, Rabbi Shei. So to see a Ben Tyra, a Yitzhi Reish, tagging and growing and carrying so many up with him, to me, I see a person who, who takes and has taken his steps. When you build a bias, a bias is a very private place. A bias called Pnima. A bias is a very private place. And a bias that has its, its standards, its sincerity, its uniqueness, that's a precious bias. A person who has that capacity a person who's only a public person, only taking polls, only interested in how others appear and take it, that's not a levado mensch who shayach to bias. I want to say that a Yitzhi race who takes his steps, who has shown that courage to take his steps, you are very, very prepared to build a bias, and you should build a home, a wonderful, wonderful home that has a sincere, authentic kesher Tashem. And ironically, it's common. People take their own steps, end up connecting. Avram, who's so independent, is an ivory, is Mikarib the Gan Sevelt. He changes the entire world. A person who takes his own steps is so powerful and strong and has the capacity to impact all. A person who's taking other steps, you can't find the mensch. You can't find the person, they haven't taken their steps. So I want to thank Yitzhi for being an inspiration. I want to thank him for carrying the yeshiva. There's, 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 a, there's, a, there's a vacuum, there's a big vacuum. When he leaves, a lot of people will feel the vacuum, but Baruch Hashem, it's for good purposes. He should be zaychet to build a wonderful, wonderful Tariqa home. I want to ask. I want to keep on this topic and ask a steering gemaras, and share with you two answers that are not just answers; they're 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 very relevant to our lives. I want to speak about two pshatim that are already in the achrayim to akasha steering gemaras. Sitting during the nine days, we have to resolve this contradiction. It's very very relevant to our lives. Very distracting, seeing all the new face. I must say it's distracting, Yankee. Amazing, amazing. Amazing. The Chevrolet guys, don't, I'm like darshaning and chirping. Some people don't even know each other here. The Chevrolet. Right now it's like a big Chevrolet. In a day or two we're going to be tiny. 
my goal always, I always laugh. Day one in yeshiva, right, Bloomstein, we start 85 guys at 12th grade shear. It's a big shear. Two weeks in, we're like tiny. Once Hever knows each other, it's like there's a guy, there's one now there now there are a lot, there'll be one person in the room another two weeks. Each guy you relate to everybody. Everybody has a name. Everybody there'll be one person in the room. But it's still a big room now, yeah. I wanted some introductions from a Ben Tyra who's been learning in the Long Beach Yeshiva. He came here. I want everybody to read stand up, Yisrael, Yisrael Thaler, please stand up. Wow, 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 amazing, amazing, amazing. You're right, you're right, you're right. Amazing. Gav, stay, Gav Perlman, please stand. Gav Perlman. Thank you, Gav, Gav. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, when he dunks over a car, you'll all for sure know him. But many, many are. Go ahead. Do you believe he dunked, jumped over a car and dunked? That would be one of my two truths and a lie. Okay, that's a truth, not a lie. Wow, 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 wow. It's true, it's a truth, it's a truth. Not the long way, though. <laughs> amazing, amazing. <laughs> there were a lot of fascinating ha'aras. There were, Zoom created a lot of fascinating ha'aras and fascinating visuals. To me, I had such pleasure. Yonatan Klecki writing notes. That's not happening. <laughs> if, anybody, if anybody visualizes a Waterbury guy, we're not the most like the type to sit at a share writing, like, what's that called? Copious notes. It's always very careful notes. How do you say that English word, Yak? The visual look of a Waterbury guy like hunched over and writing like careful notes. The picture of us more is like this robust chevra, maybe during a shear throwing a spitball or two, gishmak, like revving it up, a good shear. During the Zoom, Yonatan Klecki Ernst writing down all the shearim. People had him pegged for sure, you know. There were a lot of Rebbitsons and the likes on the chats looking like Shadokim. They for sure marked him like they wrote down, not a Waterbury guy. But we're, pr <laughs> we're proud to say that the note-taking guy who's brilliant and sincere and authentic Ventura is one of us. Thank you for being a Yonatan Collector. Thank you. few visuals, like really just like hot me, hip, Yonatan writing notes, like kept getting me daily. Seeing Yoel, seeing Yoel with your siblings, seeing with your siblings was delightful. Thank you, Yoel. Avi, Avi Wolaski with grandmom, that's like straight from my book, that's like... Avi Wolaski sitting daily, I spoke to her a few days ago, she called me, she loves the guy, she misses Zooms. She, we, I wish she could be here, coming to the shear behind the behind the curtain, not behind the curtain. We're very liberally. I wish she was here, but but Grandma Wolaski sitting with Avi at every shear is like just dreamlike, dream, absolutely dreamlike. Yol Rahmani with his brothers, listening to Shiurim, enjoying the brothers, uh, the Goodstein Momo and his brother always together, sometimes separate, hacking, handling. 
Yonatan Klecki hunched over and writing notes. There were just so many delicious scenes. It was really wonderful, really, really wonderful. So thank you, Yonatan, for being here. Thank you. Right. If you can show everybody the pencil in your hand, Yonatan. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Wow. David, why from so far? Sit next to me, David Idel. Come, come, come. Come, come, come. How are you, David? Thank you. It feels way too formal. If a guy's next to me, it's like a warmer match. Ask him. Rabbi say, we'll get the song, we'll get the song, Zikr of Adam. So I'm going to ask us, was Zikr singing Kikarev? Was saying a whole shear in Kikarev, but I want to continue on the topic. I'm too excited. Then we'll sing. We'll sing. I'm in the middle of singing. This is how I sing, Rabbi Say. So let me continue singing a little bit my solo, and then the Chevra will join in together with Kikarev. But I happen to be singing now. I've already sung for about a half hour. Kikarev, that's all I'm saying. But I want to. We're going to. Well, what do you say? Yeah. Someone else could have man. <laughs> <laughs> Let me continue singing, like this. There's a there are two Gemaras. There's a Gemara Tainus and a Gemara we'll call is in multiple places. We quote the Dharam. I'll try to quote the Dharam because that's what I learned with my Tata. So there's a Gemara in Yuma. The Gemara says that the first base Hamigdash was destroyed. I didn't introduce Yitzi Weiss. Yitzi Weiss, stand up, Yitzi Weiss. You will be hearing from Yitzi. Yitzi is a good speaker, but that's not what's important. He's a good person. And I want you to hear from Yitzi. You'll yet hear from Yitzi. I very much appreciate that such a sensitive, good person, articulate Bacher is here. Thank you for being here, Yitzi Weiss. Thank you. Everybody say like this, like this. So the Gemara in Yuma says, everybody should meet Yehuda. Thank you, The Gemara says that um, but the first base Amigdash was destroyed. Because the Jewish people transgress. The big three. We were over the big three. And as such, the first base of Minish was destroyed. That's the Gemara Yuma Daftes. Comes the Gemara Nidarim, Peyalif, and the Gemara says the base of Minish was destroyed. Some deficiency in our relationship to Tyre. It's a big contradiction. Was the first base Amigdash destroyed for a deficiency in Torah? Somehow relating Shalai Birchu Bat Torah or in the big three, I have a first Teretz, but I want to talk about the second Teretz much more today. The first Teretz, and they're both in the Sogyov Kikarev Eilach Adavar Ma'id, Bifiha Bilvav Chalas 
The first terrorist is from Tzvi Pesach Frank. Tzvi Pesach Frank was the chief rub of Yerushalayim. And Tzvi Pesach Frank said to this stira that there are different parts of Qalit throne. There's the core, the B'nai Taira, the heart and soul of the Jewish people. And there's the extremities. That every person in Klal Yisrael counts, but different people have different roles. Says of Tzvi Pesach Frank, if the heart and soul of Klal Yisrael, the B'nai Taira, the Lime Day Taira, were doing what they needed to do and having their relationship to Hashem the way they needed to have it, they were Baruch Taira, so it would have been Megan, it would have protected the rest of Klal Yisrael. Wow. And he says the rest of Klal Yisrael were over Frank says. However, so that's the two Gemaras, they're both true. There was the core of Klal Yisrael and others in Klal Yisrael. And if the core was not then the extreme was not was they were they were netfast for that Aver. It's a very moving idea to me because each person has their place. Each person has their importance. Each person has their avayda. And the unique avayda of each is judged for themselves. My visual, I'm a very visual learner. I make a lot of teams and I have a trick that I want to tell you about. I want to tell you about a trick. I, I calculate, I have to quickly make teams for tournaments. And you have 40 guys, and you're dividing into eight teams. And you try your best to make fair teams, to make good teams. And there's something I have seen over and over that gets overlooked by guys. Over and over I have seen this. And you have to learn patterns, because it's important they're good teams. Because if a team gets beaten up and just killed in the tournament, they don't have a good time. It's no fun to get blown away. And you're trying and making a good tournament to make teams that are fair and competitive. If a guy ground, everybody gets two games, we do double elimination, nobody should just get thrown off the court right away. So we try to get a team, every team minimum of two games. It makes for a weird situation that one and one is the same as one and oh. One and one is the same as one and oh. I happen to think that's a very good thing for life. I like that one and one is the same as one and oh. Because you can make a mistake, but you win the next game. One and one is the same as one and oh. I like that a lot. I have a personal joy out of that. That is, there's a world of opportunities. You lost your first as was, but I won my second, so I'm holding the same place. I like that a lot. I like one and one is the same as one and oh a lot. Yeah. I, I dare say that might speak about our yeshiva and it might speak about Yiddish guy one and one is also he's one and one he won what do you mean he won so, so he lost first but yet he won I like that one and one equals one and oh I've been asked this question about a million times after every I don't get it they lost I know because you have two games to win one very simple so one and oh you advance and the point is that I want everybody to play a minimum of two games the only way you're at it, you don't make the single round elimination is if you lose two. If you win one and lose one, you're in the next round. And once you advance, one and oh, one and one is the same. Okay, that's a oddity of Waterbury. Oh now, <laughs> you, 
your poem, Yitzi, was off the charts, Yitzi. Thank you. Thank you, Yitzla. That poem was, Ezra and Yitzi's poem was just something that was... <laughs> Thank you for getting in the tournaments and the nine-guy double elimination. I appreciate it. Um, so Rabbi say in a tournament, one of the tricks that I've honestly learned over the years, I want to share this with you. I want you to be aware of this because I think it's so important for life. Different people have different roles. Yaakov, you'll appreciate this trick. I promise you I use this and it helps in making teams. The sports guys will appreciate it. I'll tell you some names. You see, when everybody looks at a team, the big thumpers, so they look at the big scorer, the big player, and they say, oh, this team it's unfair and I watch Often the team guys think will win. It's unfair, not fair teams. And often that team doesn't win, very, very often. And guys get distracted by the one, two, and three guy, the best three guys on the team. You see, if the fourth guy on a team is much, much better than the fourth guy on a different team, remember basketball, you're typically guarding one-on-one. -on -one. Even if they're playing zone, but it's simply a numbers game. It's five against five. As good as the number one guy is on one team, he's crazy good. In our level of play, and I don't say this true in the NBA, he's against another one who's also pretty good and maybe a little less than him. However, if you have a number four who destroys the other team's number four, nobody will say it's unfair of the teams. They don't, they don't even look at that guy. He's a number four. The problem is that if he's much, much, much better than the other number four, they often win games. It matters a lot. There's a guy here and he's a great player and in life he's a number one. In every area he's smart and migus tivus and growing. He always wins his matchups and I know he's a big seed and there are a lot of X factors that you put them on a team and nobody says boo but he just always wins the other number four by like a large margin. And in making teams, he's just very helpful in making teams that people will think his team, they might, you might get, an, well, I'll put him on a team that the one, two, and three are great, but they're not as, quite as good as the other one, two, and threes. But then you give him as the fourth and the superstar, you give a much weaker four and then you compare the four and five, and all of a sudden they say, it's not fair, they have all the stars, the other team wins. Because it's simply usually a one-on-one -on -one matchup, and there are guys who just kill that one-on-one -on -one matchup. What I like about the visuals, we all have different roles. Fill your role. Do you. And I love this idea of Rav Tzvi Pesach Frank, that there were different people who had different responsibilities. And it matters significantly, it matters significantly doing your responsibility matters a lot in the larger scheme. They're all different people with different places. They didn't do their responsibility. Whatever they transgress, I'm not getting involved what they did wrong. I don't want a microscope into there right now. But you see different yidn at different jobs. And the Chorban happens, different people not living up to their own unique responsibilities. And the point that we have our own station to fill, and to fill our own station in a beautiful way, to guard our post, 
and do our job in an authentic way as such that you can have the Chorben Beis Hamikdash for different sins because different people were supposed to man different posts and in their own ways had shortcomings in manning their posts is very meaningful to me. It's very moving to me that is people who are supposed to be a number four in basketball. They're supposed, that's a number one, it's only called the four in a very superficial world. People have roles and places they're supposed to fill. Fill your role, accept your role, know your role, and you win when you do your role in a beautiful way. And that, that visual, that understanding, that understanding of the, the importance of each person's role and place and job is just so vital, is so, such an important point that, is, that I have to say, you know, I have to share that answer with the guys, even though it's not what I want to speak about. It's not? No. Oh, I want to speak about answer number two. Okay. <laughs> answer number two, Rabbi Say. Answer number two that I want to talk about with the Hever today. Tell you, you're just singing. And this, this, is, this is my high part of the song. Now we're getting to the high part. The high part, we move slowly. I'm, I, you know, I do the low part many, many times. I'm into that over and over the low part. I think it makes the high part more dramatic. So I'm into people rush. By me, if you sing songs, we end up doing the low part a lot of times. So here goes for the high part. Rabbi Sai, Rabbi Sai, the Gemara says we have a contradiction in Gemara's Yankif. We have a contradiction. We have one Gemara that says the base minister is destroyed. A lack of birchas We have another Gemara that says the base of was destroyed. Yitzi Weiss, how we'd understand it. This is a long winded song. Bear with me. Now we're getting to the crescendo. Simchala, bear with me. Shloima, why was it destroyed? So I want to tell us all, we have two aspects of our relationship with Hashem. Hashem is Avinu Malkeinu, our father, our king. There are two aspects, does that sound familiar? I sat somebody next to me, I knew my high part of my song. So we have two aspects, Tata, my king, Avinu Malkeinu. Now watch this, everybody say. Hashem is Avinu means relationship and connection. Relationship. To have a practical, real, authentic relationship with Hashem. I'm close to Hashem. My own unique relationship to Hashem. That's Tata. Malkeinu is my loyalty. My loyalty is my king. And I'm loyal. I'm subjugated to him. I'm a loyalist. I follow what he says loyally. Tata, my king, Avinu Malkeinu. Two parts of our relationship. It's fascinating, we've said this shot before. We say in Shmanesa, this is not a cute shot, it's the shot. We say in, in Davening, Slach, Lanu Avinu Kichatanu, my father forgive my accidents, Yitzi, and Michalanu Malkeinu, and my king forgive my Pesha, my Mazin. Which is the worst rebellion, on purpose or by accident, Schindler? On purpose. Isn't that weird, Yitzi? Hashem is my father and my king. Which is harder to get forgiveness, for accident or on purpose? On purpose. 
Yet, when I ask Hashem for Mechila for Mezid, I say, my king, forgive my Mezid. I would think that for Mezid, I need to ask my Tata. I would say, king, forgive my accents. You're a king, you don't mind. You know, accent, please understand. Now I have, I have on purpose that only a father can forgive that. I should say, Tata, I beg you, I know I did rebel, but you're a father. A father will bring me back. And for you, a father forgives even the most atrocious sins. Why do I ask my melech, Hashem is my melech, forgive my mazin? Seems like counterintuitive, backwards. Tata forgive chatas is accident. Chatana was accidental sin. Tata forgive my accidental sin. And my purposeful sin, Malkinu. The answer, Rabbi Say, is. That a mazid is a breach. If you were on purpose, that's a breach in a melech. To a melech, if you're by accident, there is no breach. I didn't realize, I'm sorry. Whoa, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean it. It's fine. To a melech, you don't owe your feelings and your thoughts. You owe, your, you owe to follow him. The melech, you have to be loyal. You have to do what he says. If shucks, I didn't mean it. Oh, you're good to go. There was no rebellion. Oh, you aren't trying to rebel, you're good. There's no problem of accidents to a melech. It was a mistake. You prove it was a mistake, oh, you had no intention of rebellion, no. So I'm a loyalist, I had no intention of rebellion. For melech, an accident is not a breach in malchus. So, mezid I say, mechalonu malkeinu. For my mezid melech, please be moichel. Mezid is a breach in the malchus of Hashem. I willfully didn't listen to you. That's a breach in, in, in Melech. Shoigig, an accident, as far as a Melech, what do I owe? What did I do wrong? I, I wasn't trying to rebel. Accident is a breach in Avinu. He's my father. There's love. There's relationship. I owe you my thoughts, my care, my attention to the matter. I'll give an example. I'll give an example. If you have a business meeting, you have no relationship, and you were supposed to meet on a certain day with somebody, a business meeting, and you forgot, it's a very good answer, I forgot. I'm so sorry, I forgot. Okay, that's understandable, people forget. I can even explain, why didn't you write it down? I wrote it down, my kid ripped up that, that, um, that calendar. Okay, understandable. If you're friends with somebody, if you tell your wife one day, I'm really sorry, the anniversary passed two weeks, I just forgot. That you forgot is the problem. You don't tell your good friend, I'm really sorry I missed your wedding, I just forgot about it. That's not a terrorist, that's the kasha. If there's love, you don't forget. If there's love, you don't forget. A breach in Malchus is, is, is a, in Malchus, only Mazid is a breach. There's no relation, it's not supposed to be love. Malchus is, I'm, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't defy you, so there was no defiance. Rafael. So I don't have to ask Hashem forgiveness for a shaygeh because he's melech. Michalanu malkeinu kifashanu. My mezid is a breach in Malchus. My shaygeh is I know you, my father. Slachlanu avinu, I love you. And as such, my shaygeh, why wasn't I more sensitive, attuned to your will? Why didn't it matter to me more? The love component and relationship component is where Shaige comes into play. Slach lanu avinu kichatanu, my father. There's love and there's relationship. Slach lanu avinu kichatanu. There are two aspects to our connection to Hashem. 
There's relationship and connection, and there's loyalty and just, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a subjugate. Two parts to our relationship. It expresses in all areas of Avodah Hashem. All areas. We've spoken many times about prayer, about the prayer book. That I come with a book, that represents, you're my melech. I have a way of approaching. Even before they had a prayer book, they just knew the system, but there's a system how to talk to Hashem. They wrote the book, we lost the system. The system is because of my melech. He's my king, I'm subjugated, I'm lower. Hachna, humble to him. But then there's my own expression of conversation because he's my father. My own conversation, my own relationship. There's Avinu Malkin. And I want to say, Rabbi, say that we in our Avodis Hashem have to build both. I think people struggle with the nine days today more than ever in our history because we struggle the most with Avinu. My father, my father. We struggle most. We live in a society that struggles with Avinu, with Tata. I dare say that we no longer even have kings in the world. Hashem's not pointing to us to that Nisayan. Okay, in Melech, we could we be loyalists. We could do what we're supposed to. You can't relate to nine days, to mourning, if you don't understand relationship and connection. As far as Melech, so we have the sixth or team, we have all the Taryag. As far as Melech, it's hard to say a lot has changed. There are mitzvahs, there are some mitzvahs for sure. Because Malkeinu ultimately does connect to Avinu for sure. And Chas V'Shalom to ever say is, my father, I'm just not doing the Malkeinu part. Certainly the way he, we connect and relate is Heinein HaMitzvahs. Is through the loyalty. You can't say you're close to somebody and you never listen to what they want or ask. To be mechabed somebody, you have to care what they say. You can't say you're a great husband or whatever your wife asks, you don't do. You know, I look like the husband. He buys her flowers. He does all the love things. When she asks him to take out the garbage and wash the dishes, he never does that. You're not much for a husband. You buy flowers and you don't take out the garbage. You're like Avinu minus Malkenu. So that doesn't work, Rabbi said. Avinu Malkenu. Avinu Malkenu, both. But specifically, Rabbi said, we have two aspects of our connection to Hashem. And we have to ask ourselves and work ourselves and take note of both aspects of, of our Avaidah. To ask how we're doing in the Malkenu aspect and to ask how we're doing in the Avinu. And I want to say, Rabbi, say, that the Gemara has a theory. The Gemara in Yuma says the base of English was destroyed for breaches in Malkenu. We were over the big three, there was a breach in Malkenu. His laws and Chayuvim we didn't keep. And the Gemara in Edarim says there were breach in Avinu. Taira is that which we connect and relate to Hashem. Nikra Reya. The Gemara says that somebody who learns Torah is called a friend of Hashem. Leman achai on behalf of my brothers and friends, refers to a loymid Torah. A loymid Torah is called a reyav of Hashem. We say in Davening, listen to this, Hashivenu avinu l'sayrasecha, karvenu malkenu l'avodasecha. Mitzvahs are associated with malkenu. Torah is associated with avinu. Hashivenu avinu l'sayrasecha. And we speak about in coming close to Hashem both aspects, Avinu and Malkenu. We have to mark in our lives, how am I doing in the Malkenu column? How am I doing in the Avinu column? 
and we have to be strong at both. Avinu Malkenu. In a marriage, you could really understand Avinu and Malkenu columns. I would put flowers in the Avinu column and taking out the garbage in the Malkenu column. And Tashem, there's an Avinu column and a Malkenu column. And I would put different things in the Avinu column and different things in the Malkenu. And I want to say that if our Avinu column is good, it protects even times, and we always have to work on both. But if the Avinu column is good, that protects even when the Malkenu column is not good, there's such a thing. And unfortunately, some people feel they're messing up in Malkenu, they drop Avinu, very silly. There are two chiyuvim. There's avinu, two opportunities. Two systems we're working with both. Very much both are necessary and important. Avinu, malkenu. Hashivenu, avinu, l'sarasecha, v'karvenu, malkenu, l'avodasecha. And I want to say that Chorben Beis Amigdash happened when there was a breach in both of those columns. If we would have had avinu, then even a breach in Malkenu, there would have been a stay, because eventually Malkenu would come back, because it was Avinu. Because that was the relationship. We were talking, we were involved, we were buying flowers. It's true, the garbage, somehow bringing out the garbage was just rubbing us wrong. And bring out the garbage, because she said so. But the Avinu was still there. At the point there was a breach in Avinu, and there's a breach in Malkenu, then we had Korban Beis Amigdash. We needed something else, a different system to come back. But this is something for all of us to be aware of Avinu Malkenu. We all feel it's different muscles and different times when you grind out, you do what you don't understand, you do what you don't even connect to, you are working on your Malkenu muscle. He's, he's our Melech. He's our Melech. I don't have to understand. I accept. I follow. I am loyal. And when you work, on connection, on your relationship to Torah. Maybe within our own Siddharam even, we can have a Seder that's a Shtikol Malkeinu Seder. But make sure you have an Avinu Seder also. A Seder that you're learning and connecting and understanding. And an Avinu Seder, Torah specifically is very on the Avinu side. Ashivenu Avinu Secha. A relationship, a very personal connection. So I wanted to speak about these two parts. I think in Yeshiva, due to a friend who might be sitting very near to me. He made a song, came out of our yeshiva, that captured the world about Tati, my Tata, my Tata. Relationship. Relationship. Avada Malkenu. It was imitated as a song my kids know now. I play a lot in the car. I asked my son, Meishla, put it on his phone for me and plays it whenever we go in the car, often when we go in the car together. And that song, they heard David's Tati, my King. And they made Tata, Tata, we should also say Melech Olam. They get both. You got to have both. Tata, Melech Olam. And they saw the popularity of David's song rightfully and made more songs like that. And some of them yeah. jumped on, hopped on to Tata, sure. Melech Olam. Maybe, probably. Abba, Abba, Melech Olam. It's not a chiddush. David copied, David copied, David Melech. It's free game. Avino Malkeinu. It's open game. This is one of those capping that's wonderful. But Tata, Melech Olam, Tata, my king. The loyalty, and I think specifically on the nine days. I want to say that one Chazal said the Chorben Beis Amigdash happened, they didn't go Lifnim Meshur Sadin. Himidu Dineim Aldin So it's saying in Malkeinu they were very strong, they were missing Avinu. 
they were missing Avinu. Avinu is Lufnemishur Sadin, is something beyond. It's what the law is trying to tell us. It's the Eitzah part of law. It's the Avinu part of the Sugyu. Somebody could keep mitzvahs, but not, he's loyal. He put on his tzitzis, his, his tefillin, but he's not thinking about the mitzvahs. He's not relating and connecting through the mitzvahs. He's being strong in, in Malkenu, not in Avinu. I think this is something to be mechazek avinu. We are capable of a close relationship. We are capable of connecting to great things. I've said this many times recently, Yaakov spoke about it, that who knows that we lost certain forms, certain external forms. Golos itself happens that when you have the externals minus the internals, so Hashem takes away the externals. When you have Malkeinu minus Avinu, he takes away a lot of the structures that force us to get the internal. <coughs> we have Desleratus. Who knows that even temporarily we didn't have our shuls and yeshivas, but we were able to make and are asked to make our own, for, our own unique and personal connection, Avinu, our father. So I want to say to everybody specifically in learning, we started with Eli Gerwitz, let us form a unique connection have your kasha, have your thoughts on Tyra, please, please. Understand that learning can be a very personal experience. You can be at Seder, not just being a good boy, or everybody's so proud you drag your, your weary body to Seder. You can actually be at Seder and ask a kasha and have an understanding in a Pasuk Chumash, in a Mishnah, in a line of Gemara, you could actually make a seam and say, wave your arms in triumphant excitement that I finished the blot that I'm excited by. AY's moving scene at the graduation, I finished the blot Gemara that I'm connected and I'm excited by. Much, much better, less besimcha than more not besimcha in the sugya of Avinu. Sugya of Avinu. Besemcha, besemcha, with my own unique connection, my own kasha, my own teretz, my own thought on the learning. Let us all embrace Seichel Kainu Besarasech. We ask for Beis Amigdash. We specifically ask for my own portion in Torah. All of us should be Zeichel to acquire our own Chelek. Hashem should give each and every one of us our own Chelek in Torah. If you can start, Ki Karavei Lachem. Everybody can sing. I've been singing. It's a little boring. My voice. Let's all sing. Martha, let's sing together. You were awesome last night.